what you pay attention to is what changes uh, rather rapidly. And you say, well, that's a that. Say, hey, you say to someone, you see this change going on, some wiggling over there, say, Psst, what's that? See? And, and he knows what you mean by a that. A that means something on the end of a finger point. It's different, it's peculiar, see? Now that's a that. So from that comes the idea of an event or a thing, a that. But all these that's that are happening aren't disconnected. They go with each other just as I go with the surrounding air. And just as this whole situation in which we are at this moment is a complicated going withness. Now here then we get to the fundamental idea, this idea of going with. And from this we shall be able to construct the whole notion of network. And this is the idea I said at the beginning, is extremely simple, but very difficult for people brought up to use Western languages to understand. Now going with this, we could call it relativity relationship means simply let me first of all put it in a very extreme form consider yourselves yourself sitting here at this moment being just exactly the sort of person you are maybe a little neurotic maybe a little sick physically maybe a little ashamed of yourself for some reason or other or whatever uh, just the way you are anyway just like that sitting here that situation goes with as back goes with front the entire situation of the rest of the universe in other words you as you are exactly the way you are and you really don't know what that is. You may have some opinions about it, but you really don't know. That goes with the way the whole of the rest of boundless being is arranged. Now, it isn't that the way the rest of boundless being is arranged is determining you to be the way you are. Or if it is that, if that's true, if it determines you, then we must also allow the other side of the picture that you determine it. It's your karma. You did it. But you say, no, but I didn't. I couldn't help it. It did me. And you can say, tis, tisn't, tis, tisn't, tis, tisn't, like two children arguing until you realize that the argument was, was stupid. Because you and it are one event. It isn't a question of it controlling you or you controlling it. It's all, it's all one event. As Talhat Shadan said, the whole universe is the only true atom. The only truly indivisible whole. So uh, the human being, though, finds this difficult to understand. Because we're always telling each other, now you should be different. You ought to change. You don't be like that. <laughs> now listen, you're sick, and I've got a system. See, I've got a system. I've got a real school here, a thing that is very important. 
And you should come and study with that. It may not be mine, it may be some uh, big sage or pundit that I know. And you should come around and study that. And uh, I've thought about this for a long time. Because I've heard every kind of opinion of all the sorts of things that I should do in order to get myself into shape. And I realized that if I followed this advice, I would spend my entire day doing exercises in preparation for life. <laughs> I don't know when I'd ever get around to that. You are like a dewdrop on a multidimensional spider's web early in the morning. And if you look at that thing carefully, you will see that in every dewdrop, there's the reflections of all the other dewdrops. So the way that dewdrop looks goes with the way all the other ones look. See? A particular glimmer in it and so on. Its peculiar position, and everybody has to have a peculiar position, in the cosmos. So you see, the reflections in every one of them are different according to the position they're in and the other dewdrops that they reflect at such and such angles. But nevertheless, the whole network, all the dewdrops, depend on each individual dewdrop. And each individual dewdrop mutually depends on all the others. And that's the sort of a scheme we're living in. And it, 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 it a little bit affronts our logic at first because we say, I can understand that I depend on this universe because after all I need sunlight and air and water and the help of the society and all that kind of thing. I needed a father and mother. But uh, looking at it from the other point of view, I find it very difficult to see how the whole thing depends on me. That's because we've been brought up with a put-down theory of the individual. No, no little children should be seen and not heard. You are the servant and subject of God. And don't you ask impertinent questions. Or another way of putting us down is to say, well, you're just a piece of a fluke in a mindless mechanism. See? We always managed not to find out that the relationship of the network is mutual. It runs both ways. That it depends on you just as much as you depend on it. Because you see, it's you with your ingenious brain that, for example, turns vibrations of air into sound. You turn whatever the sun is doing into light. You turn whatever the air is doing into a sky called blue. There is only blue for a brain. Just like if you hit a drum and it's got no skin, it won't make any noise. So it's the tight skin that evokes the noise out of a moving fist. No skin, no noise. So you, as the reflector, like the dewdrop reflects, you, as the so-called reflector of all that goes on, by the constitution of what kind of a reflector you are, you evoke what we call sun, moon, and stars, nebulae. Vast spaces, they're only vast in relation to you. They're not really vast. Only if you compare them with yourself, they're vast. They could be considered very tiny. Or equally 
the space between two sides of a hair could be considered vast if you want to think about it that way. I mean, if you really want to go into a hair, an awful lot between uh, one diameter of a hair, you know. And if you think about it a long time, you'll think it's a, what we call a vast subject. Study of hair. <laughs> No, from my, microscopy, it is a vast subject. Depends on, on the attitude, you see. But the, the, the basic principle, the thing I really want to try and get across, is this idea of going with. The universe around you is your outside, just as much as the organs inside your skin are your inside. You go with it, in the same way that the stalk goes with the root or with the flower and uh, as front goes with back as north pole of magnet goes with south pole this principle of relationship governs everything I wouldn't say governs I'm only using the wretched terms that we have to use out of our language it, it, it underlies everything and it's important to realize, and let me repeat this, that the great universe does not control the small individual any more than the small individual actually controls the great universe. This is not a question of controlling. It is a question of more like dancing, of what happens, rather than what makes it happen. Things aren't made to happen. Only if you insist that a certain event is quite separate, then you can think of it being made to happen by the events that came before it. But if you realize they're all parts of one event, or different aspects, different phases of one event, then you see it happening and you don't see anything making it happen. Forcing, that whole idea of things being made to happen, in other words, goes back to the idea of a universe that is based on a, a monarchical image where the boss says, damn it, you do that, and the thing can't help it, and so it's made to happen. But say, in Chinese Taoist philosophy, the universe is just not seen in that way. It's not seen as anything is not made to happen. It is what does happen, but it's all interrelated, and therefore there is a pattern to it. There is an order to it, the order of the net. Uh, things and events are explained as being links in a causal chain. And so every uh, particular happening that is identified as a thing or an event, which is, however, quite an arbitrary kind of selection, is explained by its past, by the chain of events which lead to it in a causal sequence. On the other hand, in thinking of the reticulate relationship, a thing is explained not simply by its relationship to past events, but by its context, that is to say, its relationship to present and future events as well as past, so that every event becomes something in a network. Now, you will very well understand that when you see the knots in a network, uh, or, or better, the squares of the net, they're all held together by each other. Imagine the kind of network where instead of there being, uh, well, something like knitting, 
uh, in knitting, the stitches are all held together by each other. And if something breaks at one point, the thing starts raveling. So uh, the reticulate view, or the net view of the universe, is one in which uh, the Buddhists say everything mutually interpenetrates everything else. So as I was trying to make the central point, the point of uh, implication, the point of relativity, that things go together like two sticks uh, standing uh, on the ground in this way. See? They give each other mutual support. <laughs>